combat with the Sond Galir, the motley man, a devious and dangerous denizen of Leng. The heroes pulled no punches as the creature moved to defend itself. Casting aspersions and threats, the motley man and his giant crawling hand were eventually and soundly defeated, outnumbered and disadvantaged by the tight-quartered battleground. But upon defeat, the motley man simply dissolved into the air, and as he vanished, he continued to cast lingering threats of his return. Left behind were his weapon and a single pendant that dangled one-fifth of a pentagram, suspecting it may be a tool needed for a mystery not yet discovered. The heroes resolved to keep an eye out for more. Searching the quarters of the motley man, more evidence was found of his tampering with many other lives. Withered hands nailed to the walls like trophies, and the dead body of his most recent victim, Jetzeli. Feeling they had covered their flank, Crooker destroyed the old hag's prison chamber and took her magic items, including a bag of holding with which they teased Duffy as a potential companion. Recommitting themselves to their task, the heroes ventured to a northern passage that opened to the round shape at the foot of the gauntlet far above. Broad hallways leading in each cardinal direction reached out from this center point, and straight to the north stood a strange sight. A barbazu facing away from them all seemed to try and instruct a group of Grothlut flesh warps. The heroes prepared and quietly advanced with precision, with the lump and crucka poised to strike at the back of the bearded devil, and the rest at a safe distance, ready to quell the mindless soldiers. Hey there, creatures and denizens of the North. We have a favor to ask of you. We want you to go out there and tell one friend about our shows. Word of mouth is so important for a grassroots network like ours, and each and every one of you can help a new listener find us just by mentioning one of our shows to a friend, a DM, or some rando in the streets that looks chill. We'd also like to remind you that we've got a free public Discord where some of our most dedicated fans hang out at unchartednorth.com discord. We'd love to hear from you, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Bring it on! And if you really like what we do, you can help us create these shows and get some cool other rewards while doing it at patreon.com slash uncharted north. That's it. Enjoy the show, baby.
Has anyone uh, ever been in a situation where you felt outnumbered? Uh, yeah, I've been in lots of fights. <laughs> uh <laughs> and and were these fights you versus a mob of people <laughs> oh no i was the mob i was part of the mob oh you were part of the mob so you, you by, oh wait it's the other you, way no i've been on both sides honestly so. you 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 have a tendency cam you're saying to outnumber and beat people up <laughs> uh just saying. by sheer size i think i count as at least two people so oh <laughs> so even a one-on-one's outnumbering someone yeah, it's, <laughs> it's always one way or another but never a fair fight <laughs> it's never I am the Jujutsu Kaisen of fights. <laughs> Nobody, somebody will get that reference and they'll appreciate it, but it won't be yeah. anybody on this show. Yeah, no idea, no idea what that means. I still laugh though, because <laughs> yeah. that's what I do. <laughs> just, I just laugh. Uh, Typical. No, but uh, yeah, I've I've been outnumbered. Uh, uh, LARP events, uh, fights in general. Like, yeah, like I mean, uh, is there something you're going for with this? Or? Oh, I was just kind of thinking about how y- your party size is uh, is larger than it's ever been, and you're still outnumbered at the moment. <laughs> I think it's uh, just kind of sprung to mind. Oh, this is a this is like team versus team, but they still got one up on you. No, no, uh, no. Two, Freeman just didn't want to come in with a bad uh, segue for Christmas, so he reverse engineered this question in order to have a segue. Excuse me, I'm pretty sure Kruka's got a present uh, waiting for this this <laughs> Barbatsu right now, so I, I was ready. Thank you very much. Hey! <laughs> um, uh, just, I Scott, was... just because you you deny the fact that you've been outnumbered uh, doesn't mean you can't bite. I don't know. I've been outnumbered in my life. Like um, like everyone here thinks you don't hate enough things? class, when everyone... Yeah, when everyone was smart <laughs> and I wasn't, and... Uh, <laughs> you took this a different direction i appreciate it <laughs> i tried i have not no i i fit right in i'm five foot ten uh <laughs> doorways are made for me and that's wherever duncan yeah. goes he uh he's on the side he's on both sides or any side that exists they call that's why they call him the great mm. mediator Old even keel yeah, dunk. No, eh? Actually, they, they call me the great mediator because <laughs> uh, because I eat, like massive deli sandwiches and then they'd say, "Yeah, great mediator." Oh god! <laughs> oh, oh, fuck! Cut his mic. Get him out of here! Damn! <laughs> At least someone said something with a little bit of enthusiasm. Hey, look! Hey, look! I'm I'm getting outnumbered right now. <laughs> boo, boo. so actually yeah i have been outnumbered a lot with reactions just like that one hey man they're not all gonna be hits you know give them irons that's how i do it on the show it's just sheer volume of bad jokes and then eventually one will trickle in yeah we're paying them for gold baby uh well uh james you ever been uh outnumbered uh yeah, all all the time it feels like. So <laughs> I I I knew you were gonna say all the time. I just knew it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's my my fault. I tend to take an antagonist stance because I think it makes my life more interesting. Mm-hmm. James so also it, tends it, to it's f- no fault of anybody else. F- from my experience, James also tends to put himself in into positions in which uh, 
there's uh, 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 I mean, this this uh, kind of applies to anybody, but James especially always in a position in which when another person doesn't get their job done, uh, it usually impacts him pretty pretty brutally. <laughs> uh, and so uh, I've I've seen him in at times where not, not so much outnumbered. Uh, as much as uh, the only one actually getting the job done properly, <laughs> surrounded on all sides of ineptitude, <laughs> if you like. <laughs> Some days. Yeah. <laughs> Some days more than others. The most pissed off guy in the group project. <laughs> I Yeah, I, I do tend to position myself at pivotal points in a project. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that does mean relying on other people, which is one of my least favorite things in the world. But... <laughs> It needs to be done for group work, and sometimes it's very rewarding, like with mm. this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we mm-hmm. haven't failed. We haven't failed him enough for him to quit yet. So keep on. At keep time it of recording, <laughs> I think you misunderstand the dynamic. I would fire all of you first. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Re- that's just it. That's one of us bad. has everything registered in their name. <laughs> James's motto: not Three scooped. can work on a group project if two are dead. Just be this macabre bur- weekend of Bernie's kind of situation. The uncharted Bernie's. Yeah. Okay, no. Just a bunch of corpses sitting in front of webcams in James's I, house. I'd love to see James try to do an impression of any of us trying to pretend we're still alive. It oh. would be terrible. James, do me first. Do me first. <laughs> oh, there it is. Is that the sigh? <laughs> I, w- I would just end up doing my best uh, Macho Man impression. <laughs> Work yourself to death there, brother. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Red or dead, brother. <laughs> Now you go, Dunk. Now you go. <laughs> Can you smell what the brother's cooking? Um. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> Didn't work. <laughs> well, I mean, let's get to it, shall we? Uh, let's uh, let's uh, let's let's have a little 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 gang fight here. Oh, the old the old Barbazu and Grothlets versus the heroes of Otare. Um, just a little recap on what just happened at the end of the last episode. You all managed to somehow sneak... How many feet was it? I'm sorry. <laughs> a lot. Dozens. About 85 feet up behind this Barbazu, who is, you know, in all fairness, pretty well distracted. Uh, but I can't believe how close you made it. Uh, <laughs> uh, Duncan, or Kruka, is 15 feet away, and Lump is like five feet forward uh, and uh, two crockers left as well. It's ridiculous. Um, be mindful of your ranges and your spells there uh, in the back casters. Um, but um, oh, I want to give it... Oh, I'm just saying. I'm trying to help. <laughs> in any case, um, uh, uh, so everyone can have a hero point. I guess Scott can have him too since it is uh, the holidays. Whatever. Just like that was awesome. I can't believe you made it up that close. And uh, like, Kruka's got heroism on. Two of them are invisible right now, uh, and everyone's like kind of in pretty prime positions. And uh, we're going to see how this goes down. I haven't rolled the initiative for all these creatures yet, 
Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll it right now uh, for every all the creatures. Uh, and it is still Kruka's turn. The last thing Kruka did was spend an action moving forward. And then is spending the next action throwing uh, his acid flask moderate, I believe it is. It is moderate, yep. Uh, okay. I'm stupefied. Uh, all right, and uh, because this Barbazu is uh, got its back to you and is uh, hasn't noticed you yet, um, is going to be flat-footed to this attack, Dunk. So roll it on up. Okay, coming in hot with a thirty-three. <laughs> yeah, that's a crit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Let's go. I like you, this. Just, you just brain this guy with the bottle of acid. <laughs> okay, so eight acid damage. Uh, okay, that's that's crit damage. That is crit damage. Okay. Uh, plus, you will take two d six persistent acid damage. Okay. And there's two acid splash, but he is not close to anything. Okay. That's actually two times 2d6 persistent damage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's how much worse. So that's going to be great. Um, can't wait to take that. But, yeah, you just brain this guy. Oh! Uh, acid now all over his back. Uh, you have one action left. What do you got? Uh, get angry, I guess. Fly into a rage. Raging it up. Uh, okay, fly into a rage. You are no longer invisible. You have revealed yourself as an attack. And Lump, you're up. Uh, Lump is going to stride forward next to uh, the fiend and lift their arm up, spraying out a shower of bones at four of the grothlets in the back. At four of the grothlets. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I need some cone there. Yeah, sweet. Reflex saves. Four I reflex saves. You are still silenced. Oh, right. I am so silenced. Wait, am I? This is invisible. Should be. I thought that I we canceled it. it okay. Then never mind. I don't do that. Okay. I wait maybe, until. Maybe I did dismiss it. I thought that you did the previous turn, but I don't remember and I don't see it. I don't. Anymore. Yeah, I don't remember either. Somebody deleted the chat. Uh, I will work on the assumption that I am still silenced and will thus. Uh, del- I guess I'll delay. Delay. Okay. Uh, Glash's well, turn. Well, if it's not on your token, then you Yeah, I feel like it's probably not there. I feel like just go for it. Okay. Because I wouldn't have... I wouldn't have removed it. Or it okay. wouldn't have been removed. Listeners, this is James yeah. from the future punching in. We're recording this in the future. It's been about a month. It feels <laughs> like it anyway. Not far off. Okay. <laughs> then, yeah. These four will need to give me a reflex okay. save. Four reflex saves coming your way. Um... Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, 23? That is a failure. Shit. 19? That is a failure. 17? Oh, uh, that one succeeds. No, not really. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> that one fails. Failure or critical failure? Just fail? No, it's not a. Uh, 14 will be a critical. Okay. Uh, another 17. So they all fail. All right, uh, they will take 11 points as I roll a 10 and a 1 on the 2d10, and then they will all take one point of persistent bleed damage. Uh, that okay. reduces, gets rid of my invisibility, and that is my turn. Wicked. Step up, just bone spray. Blah, 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 and all of these grothlets are just, like, staring at 
this Barbazu who just got, again, brained. Um, and it's going to be the bar. Oh, no, it's Glash's turn. Sorry. Glash uh, in the back. Glash is going to rub his hands together and to say, I'd really like to apologize, Lump. And then cast Fireball into the room. <laughs> hey. I think his voice sure changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I was doing Glash. No, you can do Glash. Glash is all you. <laughs> Those were his verbal components. Yeah. I just gotta get all high. Because uh, he's back in Glash. Because yeah. he's back in Glash. It's his singing voice. And you have the range on that, do you? Uh, 500 feet? I think so. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, and for the listeners, too, we, uh, we, we changed up some of Glash's spells because we realized... Uh, I realized off mic that uh, uh, it's, he's a prepared caster. So the last time they arrested, I let I let Cam <laughs> probably probably not uh, my smartest move, but I let Cam choose the <laughs> uh, some sweet sweet spells. Um, I don't think that's catching lump. No, though. it's not. It's not okay. It so a, it was a flavor this, call out. Oh, flavor call. Out. Okay, it's just singeing singeing lumps uh, eyebrows if if they had any. Um, yeah. His eyebrows are uh, technically his mustache. Their eyebrows, <laughs> Scott. Their eyebrows. Apologies. Okay, so you need uh, reflex save from everyone. Seven reflex saves. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Grothlot critical failure. Uh, Grothlot failure. Grothlot failure. Grothlot failure. Grothlot critical failure. Grothlot critical failure. <laughs> okay, so uh, this one fails or critical fails, and the two on the right critically fail. And everyone else is a failure, including uh, the <laughs> Barbasu. Oh yeah, oh, baby. Okay. Uh, so on 66, I got 30. <sighs> yeah. Uh, so full damage and, and critical and, and double damage? Yep. Okay, so let me just put that all in there. Bam! Oh, what an, what an open. <laughs> what yeah, an I don't opener. think it will ever get any better than that. I think that okay. might be... Uh, <laughs> Uh, one of the Grothluts is dead. Uh, yep. Just, just so you know, um, that's going to be three Grothluts dead. Oh my god! <laughs> Abigar takes some. Yeah. Uh, if they are what I think they are, then no, they are not. Uh, indeed, uh, you are correct. No fire damage to the Barbazu. And then, uh, last action does their silly little dance. Uh, okay, silly little dance. I lied. They'll move forward 20. Oh, God, they have a 15-foot move speed. Yeah, we'll go ahead and move up for Okay. <laughs> Just get a little closer. Uh, next up is uh, the Barbazu, who's just like... Bah! Just starts swearing in Infernal uh, and just turns to see, you know, who uh, hit him in the back of the head only to have a fireball explode behind him that turns his uh, attention back around again, sees three grothlets down uh, and then is going to um, just starts like screaming orders at the grothlets to attack uh, and he's going to charge down towards Kruka and is going to lunge at him with the wriggling beard on his face. Uh, and that's going to be a... Oh, that's not great. Natural four. 19 to hit. No, sir. Not going to do it. Um, and then is going to swing with his glaive. 
with a 30 to hit. That will do it. Okay. So you are going to take uh, 14 slashing and evil damage. Okay. And also 1d6, a permanent, or a persistent bleed. Permanent bleed. Damn. Hemophilia. (laughs) And you may remember that a Barbazu's bleed is not fun to recover from. Nope. Uh, as it hits you with Infernal Wound. You see a DC 20 flat check um, in order to get rid of it. Yikes. And that is going to bring us to a Grothlot, which is going to charge towards Lump and go for... Uh, actually, so at this point, they uh, as soon as the, the Barbazu just like yells a command and runs forward, you just hear the three remaining Grothlots start to be like... No! in this like big like cacophonous like chorus like moan and um are they harmonizing uh, uh yeah they're they're trying their best yeah but they're not very good at it <laughs> they're harmonizing in different keys uh but not in the good way um <laughs> and uh as like the 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 sort of cinders and everything like settle at uh, this big scene you could see like where the grothlets set where they're like died there's just like acid spewed all over the floor uh, and like all over um, uh, the other Grothlets. And this Grothlet is going to. Let me just double check a thing here. Would um, you say it was a barbershop Grothlet? Uh, oh. No, no, I wouldn't. I would not say that at all. That I was would, actually uh, good. I refuse kind of. to say that, actually. Um, so just going to throw the little sign out there. Um, as this moan happens, there's an aura. Look, are you proud of me? I, I remembered to put something on the map for the auras. <laughs> I'm a good GM. Zero point. All of us for you doing that. Uh, So within 60 feet of any of these Grothlets, um, uh, which is going to, I think, it's going to include Glash at this point. Uh, So, yeah, now that they started moaning, Lump and Krukka and Glash all roll me a will save. Uh, Lump rolled a 12 for a 28. Glash rolled a 16 for a 30. Uh, okay. And Krukka? 10 on the die for a 23. Uh, okay. You are all good. And, um, and you're immune for one minute. You're good to go. (laughs) These these are low level creatures. Um, and let's get a claw attack out at lump. Um, two claw attacks are definitely going to miss for a 14 and a 13. Uh, is Zori. Critical failures. Um, we get some, uh, oh, I got to roll some recovery checks. I forgot oh, to take did the uh, Barbazu take the persistent acid? Oh, it didn't. No, let me just roll up there and, uh, add that 14 acid damage Woo! and fails the recovery check. Thank you for that, Cam. Uh, Zori, yeah. What can you do to this, to add to this mayhem? <laughs> Zori points her rapier straight down towards the Barbazu brings it in, places her left hand over her glove and draws it up and this gilded facsimile of the Barbazu appears and she just starts to put pressure on it uh, as it starts to to cave and fall as if under the weight of a day and she spends her first two actions casting day's weight. Uh, Can I get a fortitude save please? Fortitude save coming your way. Uh, 24. 
24 is a failure. Oh. You are fatigued and enfeebled for the duration, which is one minute. <laughs> okay. Uh, enfeebled and fatigued. Oh, that is that is brutal. <laughs> Not sustained. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. For one minute? Yep. Yep, one minute. Not sustained. Which is the duration of the spell. Hot damn. Okay, anything else from you? Yeah, she will move uh, her full complement, which I'm struggling to find, 25 feet. So she'll move 25 feet, but she will hug the walls of this uh, circular room. Uh, okay, next up is Tulak, finally. Okay, Tulak, staring down the hall, looks at this devil and says, Back to hell with you, devil! We'll take you down and all your minions. And it is going to roll to intimidate. So 33 on the die. <sighs> 33 on the die. 33 uh, total. <laughs> you heard him. You heard him. <laughs> oh, I'm not supposed to roll a D100 on this. But what has uh, Foundry done? <clears throat> uh, okay, 33 against my will, DC. I believe. That's going to be a critical success. Ooh. Ooh, <laughs> you are fucking this guy up. Uh, so, Frightened 2. Away. Why could I never find the status effects? Here we go. Frightened 2. Oh, man. Okay. This is bad. <laughs> and then Tulok wipes his hand across the face of the devil in the distance and will cast Daze upon it. So I would like a basic will save. Uh, okay, basic will save from the Barbazu. Oh, 13. <laughs> Ooh, that nice. is going to be a critical failure. Oh, it's gotta uh, be, but yeah. I don't believe that this has a critical failure effect. Days? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, does it? Sometimes it's in the description. Double damage. If it critically somewhere. fails to save, it's stunned one. Yeah. Oh, nice. Last line of the spell. Should have read it. Should have read it. Um, so it's going to be 14 points of mental damage and then stunned one. 14 points of mental. Um, All of the debuffs. Oh, wait. Hold on. <laughs> Is, uh, it's a basic will save, and I critically failed. So that's double damage. Yep. Fucking yeah. right. Okay, 28. So 28 damage. Stack okay, it up. Boom. And stunned one. <laughs> this, this guy was not ready for this. Oh, boy. Uh, looking real rough. Okay. Uh, next up is, uh, I don't know, the pointlessness of uh, Grothlet, I guess. Um, it's a 20 on gonna, every die, Freeman. It's going to roll up to uh, Lump and start attacking. 26 to hit? Uh, that will miss. If you had moved one more square, you would have. I would have been off. Guard. Yeah, mindless creature. That's fair. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, gonna miss, miss, and then the next one's gonna come up as well and just kind of roam up to you and try the same thing. 29 to hit. That'll hit. Okay, you're gonna take 13 slashing. And uh, just roll uh, some recovery checks here. Uh, taking my one bleed damage. 
And two of them have recovered. One of them has not. We're at the top of round, oh, effect of round four, but round two of actual combat. Krukka. Oh, I'm so sorry. Real quick, that last one that hit me, uh, gonna go ahead and hit him with a little blood vendetta. Honey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How dare you nice. make me bleed my uh, own blood? Will save? Yeah, we'll save. We'll save, yeah. Uh, 14. That is a critical <laughs> failure, my friends. You take. <laughs> Oh, you'll take it at the end of their turn. So, uh, yeah, two d or four d six damage at the end of their turn. I'll take four d six damage at the end of the Grothlet's turn. Yeah, like because they hit me, okay. and then their turn ends. They take the bleed damage that gets applied to them. So it's four d six bleed damage. Okay, so they're taking it right now. Yes. Okay, gotcha. Um, dead, definitely dead. Okay. Only well, had eight HP, so I'm pretty sure that's. Uh... This is great. <laughs> yeah. Let's do more sure stealth that you jump the enemies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now it's Krukka. <laughs> okay, well, Krukka was going to trip this Barbazu because he thought it was going to be a tough fight, but instead, because he just saw it get fucked up by all kinds of spooky nonsense, he's just going to change his grip <laughs> on the butchering axe and take a swing. Yeah, baby. 36 to hit. <laughs> uh, that is a big old crit. <laughs> okay, Jesus <laughs> Christmas. So now I don't feel so bad about forgetting to mention the the rage damage. So he will be dealing fire damage. That's not going to go through. But uh, thirty six slashing and then sixteen fire on top of that. Or Bazu dead. <laughs> Bazu very dead. <laughs> Bye. Also had eight, eight HP left. You just see, like, as he's just getting fucked up, he's just like, he goes to turn towards Lump and it's like, fucking traitor. Just gun, just taken down by the axe. <laughs> um, all right, that's one swing. Uh, what do you got? Yeah, so third action, he will just stride 25 feet to the north, get, get in there with some grothlets and end his turn. Okay. Uh, and Lump? Uh, Lump will quickly uh, shuffle step to the left to get into the flank against the Grothlet with Krukka, and then we'll bring down their Cold Iron Morningstar hand arm appendage uh, to attempt to bash it in the head for a 27 to hit. Yeah, it's a big ol' hit. Not a, oh, okay. oh, crit. Crit with flat-footed. Hey. No, right. Crit, crit with off-guard. Uh, that is a 34 points of damage. Okay. Dead me. As oh. I smash through its head, just crumping it to the ground. <laughs> oh, oh, Krukka, Krukka, I just realized if we combine our names, it'd be crumping. <laughs> <laughs> and then for my third and final action, I will go ahead and just try to swing at the one to the north of me uh, for a 25 to hit. That hits. Uh, way less this time. Uh, oh, that was the wrong weapon that would do that. Uh, hang on. There we go. 13 points of damage. Okay, also dead. Okay. <laughs> is it weird that Lump is just using their arm as a morning star to cave people's heads in? No. Perfectly normal. <laughs> yeah, that's not weird at weird all. Weird compared to what? Yeah. The woman who has a cat tattoo that turns into a real cat? A giant orc that sets himself on fire? I just mean because they have brain the bits fortune teller over their arm that now. constantly throws bricks around with his mind. <laughs> I'm just talking about the brain bits. <laughs> the brain bits. 
Galactus like, I'm here too. Uh, <laughs> Did you guys uh, see that fireball? Oh my god, it was amazing. Uh, I kind of forgot something, but I kind of also, also didn't care too much. But uh, Lompo, you give me a couple of uh, courtesy reflex saves. Sure. Um, or sorry, like fortitude 20... saves. Fortitude saves. Okay. All right. Uh, that is a 15 plus 15 for a 30. 15 plus 11 for a 26. And another 11 for a 26. All right. Uh, I'm just going to throw... Uh, and I, can I get one from Kreka as well? Just just one. A fortitude save? Fortitude save, please. That's my speciality. 37. Uh, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you even ask? Uh, yeah, so as these grothlets like, exploded, some of the acid just kind of flew all over the place, and some of it hit you, Lump, but you didn't take much damage. Yeah, Lump is just sitting there sizz- sizzling, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm sorry, I'll let, I'll let you describe. Yeah. I'll just say, you're, you're, it's you, not going to make the muggler. Yeah, you might remember. Yeah, you might remember the old uh, disgusting demise that uh, I think the first time you fought a grothlet, it was, it was a, bit of, a bit of a surprise. Way back when you fought uh, Grolgus, the Morlock. Um, yeah, I didn't figure out where that plot line was going to go. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, the um, combat over. Congratulations. Well, that was fun, you guys, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, no big deal. Is Merry holidays. <laughs> is anyone else injured or just me? No, that, that was a leisurely breeze. I'm glad to see that it worked out, uh, and I'm gonna go ahead and treat my wounds. Well, oh, yeah, uh, Kruka literally. Oh no, Kruka, you should have taken. Oh, some bleed yeah, damage. Yeah, three, uh, and the rest. Yeah, came from the temp HP. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That bleed damage. Oh, one d six at the end of my turn. Eh? Yeah, forgot to do that. Uh, so I was gonna roll that real quick manually. Uh, it was four bleed. His but a scratch. Um, which I- and I didn't even use a me, spell slot. Roll me a flat check, right? <laughs> See, this says DC 15 flat check. You said DC 20. Uh, it is easy. Alas, yeah. it was a nine. Okay. Now we have the opportunity here to uh, have someone run up and uh, administer first aid and try and lower that if you want. Oh, yeah. Uh, I can't fail. Oh, I guess I can because I can still roll a nat one. Um, Every dice has oh, a one. That's true. That's true. Uh, that is a 22 to give aid. And a 27 to aid that aid. Sure, that should be fine. Uh, roll me another flat check after you take three more damage. Oops. I didn't mean to roll damage there, but a five on the recovery check. Not great. Nope. Let's get some more medicine checks in there. Uh, 16 for a success to treat wounds. Or wait, is treat wounds? Is that a DC? Yeah, it's a, it's a DC oh, uh, to stop. Equals 5. DC is usually the DC of the effect. Yeah. So it would be the level... It's a 26 to aid lump. 26 will do it, yeah. That's just an aid lump. Oh. Um, yeah, the, but you rolled a... You rolled a natural 16 on the administrator first day. What's your, what's your bonus there, lump? Uh, mine. Lo- oh, 16. You don't have a medicine? At, it's what? 16. So I rolled 32? Oh. Yeah, so it's 32. 32. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah sorry. Okay. Grant. Okay. Uh, 
In that case, that's like effectively a critical success. So I'll say the DC is now uh, 10 for the next flat check. Okay. Um, so take one more bleed, Krukka, and roll me a flat check for DC 10. Well, if I know my rolling habits, this is not going to go well. It's going to be a nine. Yeah. <laughs> a nudge fate. Channel your inner right physics. Now. You got a nudge fate uh, kicking there, bud? Yeah. Yeah. I'll throw you a nudge fate. I cast guidance. Why don't, it is Christmas. Why don't you uh, throw him a thoughtful gift while you're at it, Azori? Nope. <laughs> uh, no. Twelve. Woo. Oh, oh <laughs> no. Uh, that's a success, actually. I forgot. I just slowed it to ten. Yeah, uh, yeah. Great. No longer bleeding. It's Congratulations. Uh, this is great. Radio. Uh, okay. Rage will come off. Uh, I think you still have heroism on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nine more minutes of that, baby. That was a really quick fight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they uh, were all CR3 to... and the Barbazu's CR5. I, I meant to bring this up this morning before we woke up, but I was just maybe a little bit over eager to prove myself. And um, is there anything I should know? Because uh, I was ready to smoke that venison of Ling the other day and um, if there's anybody in here that I shouldn't just kill on sight maybe if you could explain a little bit about what you're looking for Izori just shrugs <laughs> Put your away. Yeah. well um, it can be hard to tell when we first met you we might have thought you were just one of them and we've met ghouls down here who aren't just another one of them. So there are cases in which we should show mercy and friendship. But for the most part, we're killing everything. But we must take all the information we can before we do so. Maybe in this case we didn't, but I don't think this was going to be a talking fight. Lump looks down at the ground sheepishly, uh, realizing that they were the one that kind of did the call to action to go down here and just absolutely obliterate uh, this encounter. <laughs> I, I I understand. Um, I guess what I'm asking is are you looking for anybody else down here besides Belcora? Yes. There's one named Volok. Azenray Volok. Though he used to be I've been told a handsome drow. He's now just a mess of spiders and I can't remember what else. Leeches. <laughs> Leeches and cockroaches. Cockroaches. I just couldn't get the word maggot out of my head yeah. there, and so I just... Oh, yeah. Um, anyways, <laughs> we're looking for him as well. He's killed two of our friends, and we just keep losing him. He slips between our fingertips, but he is definitely an enemy. Uh, I see. Would would anybody be offended if I cast Detect Magic? I'm just trying to get an idea of what the gear situation is, the equipment that we are using. It would be funny if anyone was actually offended by Detect Magic and just wasn't telling it to Tulak the whole time. I refuse. How dare you? How dare you even suggest the matter? My magic budgie oh, smuggler. Oh my god, does your... Wait, wait, wait. Does your bag talk? I'm a person, damn it. Oh, I'm Not sorry. Not just some sort of magical 
thing to throw around. And, and what is your name? Feed. A little creature? Oh, uh, Hello, my name is Duffy Bindlefin. So the answer to your question is yes, the bag does talk. Tulok takes him off of his back and faces him forward. He just waddles over like a, an Ewok. <laughs> Hand up. Oh, hello. Nice to meet you. Uh, Lump will, like, shift their hand back into a bloody hand and reach down to, like, shake the bag's hand and then realize the bag doesn't have a hand. And just, <laughs> uh, you see a single tear form in the side of Lump's uh, eye as they realize this poor bag doesn't even have hands. Yeah, the bag just looks... <laughs> Duffy just looks down at, like, it, this, like, sort of stump arm and looks at yours and goes, Lump bump! And holds it up. <laughs> Oh, God. Prima, take a hero point. Prima, take a hero point. <laughs> God damn. Uh, but yeah. Christmas is canceled. Lump will, lump will bump that lump and uh, oh. will <laughs> proceed to cast Detect Magic. And I assume be kind of blinded by stuff on Tulak that is a very high <laughs> caster level. If, if uh, Duffy could... could uh, glow from every seam <laughs> he definitely would um, yeah, yeah well you of, wouldn't see the staff of necromancy glowing on me there's, <laughs> shout there was, out there to was, listeners who think I'm an idiot there was there was enough I don't think they know. that keeps coming up in the discord <laughs> but uh they you no, I, I was referring to another object uh, from another listener from a patron ah uh, yes the die uh, the die what is that. This came from the enemy Volok. It is called a dimensional incarnate enclosure. It is a very interesting magical item and one that we have not yet explored that many times. For every time you use it, you have to bring it back to the sunlight in order to recharge. Here, take a look. And he hands it over to him. Lump takes it and then throws it. No, just <laughs> I mean, no. Uh, so wait, does it need to fine. be charged? Does it need to be charged between each time, or is it just each face gets recharged? Yeah, you can see it's pretty clear that it's uh, unfinished and even partially broken, so it doesn't hold a charge uh, very well. Um, however, it's it's powered exactly. It's kind of hard to to know, um, but uh, the instructions do say that uh, the power of sun or sunlight or some such can um, recharge it. I'm, I'm loath to go to the surface. Do you know of any other ways to charge this? Well, I suppose a spell that had the bright light trait. None of which I have. How, why doesn't Tulak and... Actually, I think just Tulak. Tulak, can you roll me a... Let me look at your skills, actually. Uh, to try and see what's most applicable for what you're good at. Book binding. Um, <laughs> why don't you roll me an Arcana check? I will. I'm not happy it's not occultism. Hmm. Ten on the die, middling as fuck for a 22. You know what? Hold on. Don't answer that. <laughs> well, Hero no. point. With hero points, you get to know if you succeed or fail first. <laughs> Natural fucking 20. Hey. Ah. <laughs> nice. Give me everything, oh. sir. Okay, I'm going to set you up for success here. Um, you try to rack your brain a bit, and you get a natural 20 by actually kind of dipping into your occult knowledge. 
and you realize you remember wait we fought a creature with sunlight powerlessness and we fought it by down here by um, exposing it to a light source Actually, uh, now that I, now that I think about it, uh, Krukka should have rolled on this yep. because it was Krukka who put the lamp on it. It Spectre. was the specter in the room with the with the tables that you hit the switch and it, it dropped the bodies down. Well, you d- beat the shit out of that specter <laughs> that should have fucked you all up. Those lights are were magical lights that had uh, basically the replication of sun. Ooh. Oh. So in theory, oh, look at you that. could go recharge that there instead of having. And that was the level above the arena. Yeah, that was in the level that's called Belcora's Retreat, I think. Let me just—I'm just double checking, actually. Uh, no, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. It is uh, in the arena level. So I, oh, I was thinking about Belcora's Retreat, and that's why I guessed maybe it wasn't Krukka, uh, but I was wrong. So it's the, I the arena level. I always get confused yeah. about those levels because they're like kind of similar, but not. Yeah. The arena and the labs uh, were, were really confusing. Real quick before we move on, is there any notable loot in here for us to yoink and throw in bags? Uh, the Barbazu has uh, the usual glaive, but also um, a pair of bracers you haven't seen on one of these creatures before. Uh, Lump will take them off, and uh, Azori, you you seem like you have it together in terms of identifying things given your profession. Uh, would you mind taking a look? And Tulok very quickly interjects and says, well, actually, Lump, first, you should give it to Duffy and he'll let you know. Wait, the bag talks and identifies magic items? He eats them. Oh, he more wait, why? On them. I... No, I, I can give you an idea of what sort of uh, tradition, magical tradition it leans towards. See, and Lump will like cautiously, like almost a little bit scared, uh, feed the bracers to the bag. <laughs> Eat the bracers, Duffy. It's like, there, brace yourself. <laughs> Duffy's just like, oh, I've I've never been fed so gingerly and delicately before. Thank you, Lump. And uh, Duffy can tell you that there is no particular leaning on this one, as with most. <laughs> Duffy, side eye and son of a bitch. I know that <laughs> undertone when I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Lump will take the bracers, hand them to Azori, and uh, gently pat Duffy. Uh, roll me up any of the options. Yeah, I just, for a second there, totally forgot what all the magic options were, but I found it. Again. <laughs> it's a 26 for uh, with occultism. Uh, does anyone want to aid? <laughs> I'll try. I sure do. I don't. Sounds like a no. 25. Yeah, so uh, I'm just, yeah, just going to go for it. Uh, this is what is known as a drover's band. It is a rare item. Um, it's a black leather wrist guard that has bright red gem on the inside of the wrist. Faint glyphs and words of domination in Infernal swim inside the gem. Your words become harsh and clipped when you have this magic item invested. You can use a three-action command once per day and you can exert your will over a mindless creature within 30 feet. If the target is a mindless uh, creature of third level or lower, it must attempt a DC will save. Uh, if you are a devil, the target uses an outcome degree of success uh, one worse. 
And uh, basically, uh, it's got uh, it's, they get a critical success. They're unaffected. Um, if they succeed, they're slowed one for one round. They fail. Your creature is controlled by you for an hour, although it doesn't follow commands that are obviously self-destructive. And if it critically fails, the duration of being controlled is one day. Neat. So that Barbazu had been using that to slowly, very, very slowly train um, and kind of uh, train new habits into these Grothlets. And that's why they were semi-obedient. Duffy, does anyone want the item? Uh... I, I don't know. Does any anyone want the item? Uh, Tulak is kind of looking at everyone else. He is fine. Um, you know, oh, I figured it was going to be tailor-made for you. Tulak says, You know, I actually don't want this item. The mental effect it will have upon me. I already feel my power is making me dark enough. I don't need something ruling over my psyche making me angry and short and clipped it's not for me it's not something I can give up anyone else please uh lump just shakes their head no where are they they're, the, they're, on they're the in lump cemetery yeah oh, okay lump cemetery okay yeah I just want to read the description again I, I feel like it's always probably interested yeah, <laughs> I figured so. That's She's already kind of harsh and short anyway. <laughs> Trucka mechanics-wise is already pretty full up on invested items, and uh, is but character-wise, would yeah, I was just say, look at his axe and say, "This is all I need for controlling others." <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Izori puts them on and somehow becomes slightly sweeter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think she'll take him. Might as well. Okay. 675 GP, damn. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a rare what level is the item? It's uh seven. A rare level seven item, yeah. Whoa, the yeah. cold iron shield? Oh is it does it does have 1300? Yeah. Uh yeah, cold iron's expensive, dude. God damn, dude. Do we perhaps want to go charge your um dimensional incarnate enclosure? Before you move on, I might want to. I just want to turn your attention. You're having this conversation amongst all the acid and, and uh, destruction of viscera. Yeah, what's north, but baby? To the north of you is something very standout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's effectively just this big open threshold and this big hole in the floor that leads downward. Uh, and there's these big, like, winches. Um, uh, with chains on them going down, and just at the threshold of this this floor, there's just this eerie red glow all around the area. So Tulak is looking at this. Does it remind him of the blue glow that had the spirits and shit in it from earlier? Ooh. Why don't you roll me an Arcana check? Your new favorite. <laughs> 12 on the die for a 28 free man I would say that's just fine and dandy uh, you are correct this appears to be a wall of force albeit created by a different source and uh, you could also have a hero point for remembering that but uh, you know that if you, it, it, it's a, 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 besides the red glow this sort of red glow around the area 
it is effectively invisible. So it's, it doesn't have this sort of tangible wall kind of look to it uh, in a way that the, the blue one did, um, which was like, that one was like sort of constructed by sort of errant um, souls from the area. But um, this one is uh, uh, effectively, you know, they were both effective walls of force. Hail Krampus. Yeah. And so this, Ooh. and it looks, per- it's perfectly invisible besides the red glow. So you can actually walk up to the edge of that and like look, kind of peer down a little bit and see uh, see what's down there. But uh, since Kruk is the only one with dark vision, he's going to do that. Okay. Um. Yeah, he waltzes up and, and kind of does his best, kind of almost at this invisible window, trying to look down over the edge. And you can see it goes down. Uh, the bottom is 100 feet below you. Mm-hmm. And there appears to be some sort of platform attached to the chains, but it's down there. And uh, there's some like wooden kind of like decking around it. Um, and you think you can see what are like some sort of like metal grates, gates, maybe cages. You're not quite sure. Mm. Some latticed metal. Tulak turns to Krukka and says, Krukka, don't touch that. Just be careful. Like that time when Gilda touched the cruel blue light. And then he looks around and realizes that no one in the room was there when that happened. And he kind of puts his head back. Uh, Kirk, I just turns back. Well, oh, yeah. it's your classic hellish pit of evil. We should c- carry on and find a way to disable this field. Um, who was Lady Gilda? Um, Tulak looks up for a moment and then kind of casts his eyes down and says she was one of our companions one of two who felt of all physic was the other she was brave a noble warrior strong of will and body strong of faith and I miss her greatly and then he just kind of moves south not wanting to uh, comment on the uh, reputation of Physic at all. <laughs> I was, I was going to do it in character, you son of a bitch. <laughs> sorry, sorry, that's my bad. <laughs> wow, I, I guess that Physic was a piece of shit then. He didn't even mention it. How's that? Probably you asked him like about one chump. of them. <laughs> Probably died like a chump. From what I hear, he was a big piece of shit. <laughs> I bet he, he was, was real bad at healing. He was a goblin. <laughs> That's about Jesus. it. Jesus. Racist. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Tulak, turns, a- <laughs> Tulak turns back and says, Yes, Physic died in the previous fight with Wally. He was our party healer. Healer of the whole town, actually. He was just... He kept us light. His smile, his bright eyes, even when he hurt us while trying to operate on us. He always kept us going and knew what to say at the right time. Oh, you're like, yeah, he, he's the healer for the whole town. Definitely not the back alley surgeon for the thieves' <laughs> guild. <laughs> I, you his paint the dead in a little bit better his, light. You know? His reputation has improved since his death. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay. Uh, well, you think Lump's going to call me out on that? <laughs> they no, don't know. Crack again, it does, but... You know. Uh, <laughs> piece of shit. Uh, 
there anything else you want to do in this area before you move on to a new locale? Does Kruka just hate physic because it's like, you know, when you like meet someone else's like best friend from when they were a kid and then there's some sort of rivalry because you're kind of like better friends with them. Now? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps getting covered in leeches and nobody else notices. <laughs> it, it does sound like this Volek creature has caused you all a number of issues. Distress? Yes. To be honest, after Valcora, he's my main target for now. I sometimes lay awake at night thinking of nothing else but their destruction. And Tuat continues moving. Alright, that's it for this area. Uh, quick search of the walls. Well, wouldn't you know it. I rolled that a while ago. Double check what thorough search does. Hey, Krukka, you were standing next to a secret door <laughs> that opens to a teleportation circle. <laughs> Ooh, now we can go up and charge that fucking thing. I was nice. waiting for that. Hero point, Krukka. <laughs> I would love it, no. but he's already got uh, three anyway. So, also, uh, your heroism's probably gone by this point. Oh, like yeah. Healing and everything, and you're probably back at full health. Yeah, well, yeah. he's still riding the high of that uh, that secret door. So he's a hero just <laughs> on paper, on, on flavor, flavor hero. <laughs> flavor hero. hero uh, you can heal yourself to full health there, Tunk. Uh, and this uh, teleportation chamber is available for you to reactivate. Mr. Dula. Yep. A circle. So, don't hate. Activate. Thank you, Krakow. Good eye. Physic would have never caught that. Oh, he was a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. God damn it, you guys. <laughs> um, so, Tulok turns to the group and says, Well, this should take me some time. An hour. I don't know what you would like to do, but I do think it's a good idea to get this moving here. In case we need a quick exit or to charge the die so we can learn more about its power. Can I aid you in any way? I don't know. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Can you? Uh, Awaken Portal, if I recall correctly, is optional to have uh, extra checks, but it can be done. Does it speed it up or just act as aid? Or it doesn't speed it up. It just acts as an aid, effectively. Yeah, it's the usual. So you actually have a chance Sweet. of making it worse. Okay, so... Tulok turns to Lump and says, Yes, uh, that would be great. Perhaps even Azori could too. This is not something that we could do before. Perhaps I could help. Glash! <laughs> Fuck, you're still here. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Been here the whole time. That new voice, too. Oh, man. <laughs> just, just taking a break over here. It's great. Um, yeah, so the primary check has to be Arcana or Occultism, and the secondary check's Arcana or Occultism um, has to match the primary check. So Never mind. Assuming I can't it's Occultism. Keep yeah. dancing. Yeah. No. I'm dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Shuck and jive. <laughs> okay, who's getting in on these? Uh, I'm rolling Occultism. Uh. What you run a DC differently, right? It's the five minus the DC to do it. Yeah, uh, although for rituals. Oh, okay. yeah, rituals has got their own thing. I'm pretty sure it's been a hot minute since we. Yeah. I don't think we've ever done a secondary caster one, so 
Um, I just need to roll a 10 to aid, so I'll take my chances. So well, you also need to be the required proficiency rank in the skill to use for the uh, okay. primary check. Um, yeah, so for Awakened Portal, you need to be trained. Um, secondary checks, mm-hmm. you actually don't need to be. It's just the primary check, I believe. Okay. Um, and um, Right. Two lock turns to the party and says, just be ready in case anything comes out of this portal when I'm, we awaken it. And Tulak rolls a th- the 17 on the die for a 34. Nice. Uh, Lump rolls a 19 for 29. Uh, oh, yeah, that's um, that should be plenty, I'm quite sure. That's going to not be a critical. Oh, would you say you rolled a 30, 34? Yeah. Uh, 35 with my aid. Shoot. Okay, 35 with the aid. First level is... So, uh, sorry, it doesn't give me the full DCs for all these, but the DC is determined uh, using the dungeon level in place of the spell level. Okay, that's what it is. Um, so, dungeon level. So the okay, the DC is thirty-one. Okay, so you're four over. Uh, so regular success on that. Uh, but that means you got another no bonus or penalty. Uh, what's that? Secondary check. Unless you critically succeed, you don't add anything. You just oh, okay. don't subtract anything. Right. That's why I didn't bother. Oh, you gotta be a critical. It, Damn. Yeah, yeah, critical for a plus two. That's the only thing. Failure is a minus four and a critical failure is you reduce oh. the degree of success by one step. Jesus so, Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the only the only thing is that there's some rituals actually have re- required secondary casters, so that's uh, kind of the, the thing. But for this one, yeah, so that's why we've never done it, I don't think. is This one's not required and, yep. and it's just better not to. The, uh, but in any case, as soon as you activate this portal, Duffy is like, Oh, Master Tulak. Master Tulak, I, I, could, I detect something. This is quite strange. Even though it's not inside me. Check the die. Check the die. Check Volok's die. And Tulak pulls it out. You pull it out, and you can see... If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you can see that one of uh, the purple side, the purple facet of the die, has gone from murky to clear. And you, the silhouette you can now see within is a hooded and heavily robed humanoid. Ooh, shit. <laughs> um, Tulak is intrigued by this and would like to roll a check to see if he can figure out why. Yeah, roll me an occultism. 35. It seems to you that for some reason this thing is intrinsically linked to the teleportation circles. And it now clicks in to you that all of the facets that are clear match all of the active teleportation circles. And in fact, one of the facets is destroyed, just like the teleportation circle on the surface in the ruins of Gauntlet. Cool. <laughs> that was my brain, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not only that, I will save you the step of going to the um, the lights on the arena floor because this thing appears to be charged by the success of the ritual gaining energy from the magic you performed here. 
It's a good day today. And Tulok shows this and explains his findings to Lump and Izori and Kraka and Glash. Oh, Glash too? Nice. Yeah. What about what about me? Oh, Duffy. I would have pointed it out. Yeah, you're chilling on my shoulder. You already knew. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, thanks. Go team. He high fives his stuff. Um, okay. <laughs> Lump bump. Tulok looks at the brain bits that are over <laughs> Duffy from Lump Bump and Lump. <laughs> That's not going to come out. Okay. <laughs> Shall we continue? Yeah, uh, what's the plan now? I'm I'm down to continue. Uh, there were doors to the left of us down the hallway, and there were doors to the right of us down the other hallway. Um, Here I am, stuck in the middle with you. <laughs> Son of a bitch, you did it. I wouldn't have it any other way, Crump. <laughs> I prefer Laka. Laka, I see. Uh, perhaps ah, since like the... A flock of flame. <laughs> well, since the portal weird pentagram thing is over there to the west, perhaps we should uh, clear that out first? We've only found two of the five pieces, though, right? Yes, I'm proposing that we clear the doors north and south of it. Did you find two? We found one on... There and here. We only... I found the one, one on the denizen of Lang. Meridians, yeah. Oh, there wasn't one on the Barbazu. Ah, oh, there was not. No. Just um, a nasty beard and, and some one of five racers. <laughs> and five doors remaining. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Uh, so they head to the west, and just because I want to make a decision, the southwest. Okay. <laughs> Tulok, de facto leader of the Heroes of Otari, goes to the southwest. Scott, being pushy. De facto? You mean the only <laughs> living member? <laughs> Tulok, I'd, I'd like to make a wager. Yes. I'm guessing this is a ten-foot hallway. I'll bet you a single copper piece. Deal. Azori <laughs> takes out her purse. <laughs> do you, Ready do to you want in on this, Azori? James, James pulls a 20 out of his <laughs> Silver piece says it's a room. Uh, she says if she spins it through her knuckles. I'll take that action. I prefer per cheesy. <laughs> too rich for my blood. We just... Too, Master Tulak, didn't we just pick up an item worth 675 gold pieces? Shut your mouth, Slump. <laughs> Thank, you for, mouth, mouth. Thank you for saying mouths. Thank you for. You blink when you're talking to me. <laughs> oh, Lump victory! Gives a wink, but that. then just looks like a blink. It kicks open oh, the door. that was that was good. That was a Duncan line. Yeah, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh shit. Uh, so what are we doing? You open the doors? Okay. <laughs> so Lump kicks open the door. So you're heading to the south, sort of southwest side here. You're right up uh, uh, near this massive door with the, the pentagram on it that's glowing. And you crack these double doors that lead to the south of it. And sure enough, it is a 10-foot wide hallway that extends down to the room that you set off the alarm. Lump, without turning back, just holds their hand out to collect their winnings. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Oh, I guess I guess we never stipulated whether when you said a ten foot hallway, you or uh, they meant wide or long. Well, it was implied that it was going to be ten feet wide by the double door. <laughs> yeah, well, yep. 
we were. Azora can't see into the room, so you got to you got to you got to set terms uh, efficiently before you go. I didn't realize I was gambling. A wise bird once said, "You got to know when to hold them and know when to fold." She paid up. I took a silver out of my inventory. Lump is gonna be like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was gambling with fiends. I will try to be more specific in the future." Uh, Izori taps her brooch and just looks at Lump, or her bracers and just looks at Lump. <laughs> exactly. Nice. Not, no, not you. I was referring to Master Tulok here. And Lump still just like shakes their hand like, come on, give me the copper. <laughs> <laughs> Tulok is no problem handing it over. Okay. All right. Adjust, adjust your inventories accordingly. I, I have. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I finally actually have, have coins I. now. And Tulak, sounding super not mad, opens the door. <laughs> uh, okay. Perhaps to the north. Uh, yeah. Going to the north? Okay. I'm sorry, Master Tulak. Did you want to make the decision? Uh, sorry. Since that's one of five, we can safely assume that the other four pieces are in the other rooms, I suppose. That makes sense. Unless they might be on a different level and we have to come back or we missed one. I don't think so. I think for now it's probably best to just keep searching, correct? Agreed. We were given a map, and I believe we've killed almost every enemy except for that large mound above, and perhaps. That, don't forget that, that one creature. void spirit in the bedroom. The void spirit, and then the other one is the uh, Velstrak. Or did we go back and kill it? No, we just stole the. I just snuck in all invisible like. <laughs> Imagine that there's four of them in that mound. <laughs> All right. Uh, I still think we should go back and kill that mound at some point. Oh, yeah, agreed. We're not walking out of here moundless. Oh, <laughs> uh, the big, the big Shanragal behemoth. <laughs> yeah, in the arena. Proper. Spoilers. Uh, and then the the spirit in Valcora's retreat. I think. Yeah, that sounds right. Void glutton. Yeah, the one that murked us in that oh, uh, the void circle glutton. room. Yeah, that we barely just got out of. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. <laughs> All right, so you're heading to the doors to the north now. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And when Lump gets to the door, they'll look back at the party. Um, there, there's something on the other side of the door. Izori holds up another silver piece. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's <laughs> Lump like. <laughs> Uh, puts both their hands over their mouth eyes and <laughs> stop from laughing too loudly. <laughs> and no, no, it's a it's a creature. Unless you want to take that action, but it feels cheating since I know. And there should be some honor amongst gamblers. I was just gonna place the same bet. Oh, that there's a room this time. Yes, I I believe you this time. <laughs> Maybe we can bribe this creature. She uh, she puts the coin away. <laughs> uh, Lump will raise their shield and we'll uh, look around to the group, make sure everybody's ready to go. Grim nod. Everyone in position? We. Uh, actually, Krak is going to roll All up right. to the other double doors and we can do a, uh, a tandem boot open. Hell yeah. Nice. Uh, lump will like. Tulok draws the staff of necromancy. <laughs> that's that's hideous. Why would you carry that around? <laughs> I know it's not quite me. <laughs> it does not match your aesthetic at all. 
It even changed his voice. <laughs> Door cracks open. Ten-foot-wide hallway that extends quite a bit further, about 60 feet to the other end to another couple of double doors. However, uh, along this hallway appear to be several single doors. Um... Actually, let me just double check. Uh, not quite doors so much as uh, cell doors, actually. So, like, grated uh, uh, like on a jail metal cell? bars. Like yeah, a prison. Jail cell. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we are on the prison floor, after all. <laughs> Words and such. And uh, you can see that they mostly appear to be open. Um, with the exception of one door immediately to your right on the eastern side is closed. Uh, but as soon as you boot the doors open with a big loud bang, you hear this and this Zebub just pops out of one of the cells and looks down and is like, what's the meaning of this flesh warp lump? Oh, Asvel, it's been so long. Come here real quick. I, I have a message for you. Yes, sends the messages. You know that. Where is you on your post? Uh, they, they sent me this time. Uh, they, the, the other messenger came down with a bad case of a broken leg. Zek can fly. I don't see how a broken leg would stop them from doing their job. Just, just incredible pain, I assume. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just following orders. Very well. I don't know why everyone around me is so stupid. And uh, the thing turns and <laughs> in, looks into the cell and is just like, just keep getting into the, just keep taking the inventory. And just like starts to fly down the hallway and peers into another cell. Hurry up and work faster, yelling into that one and flies right up to you. And says, who are all these new slaves? And why are they so well armed? Uh, you, you said it yourself, that, that they're the new slaves. Um, they're going to be helping us with guard duty, so it doesn't make sense for them to not be armed, correct? So why are they all sending the message with you? Oh, I, I brought them here for indoctrination. Indoctrination? What are you on about, Lump? Oh, I, I, I was told that you would know what to do. Me? Oh, what the hell? The, the upper management has to... noticed. No, upper management's this... noticed your skills. This place is going to hell in a handbasket. Pardon the pun. Uh, and Lumple. <laughs> so what's your message? Uh, Lump will just like flick their arm down into a cold iron morning star and attempt to bonk uh, them in the head. <laughs> what the hell are you doing, Lump? Night Roll out, Asvel. <laughs> Uh, making me uneasy. <laughs> Cracker was about to smack that. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get some initiative against this poor little uh, Zebub. Oh, this can be bad. Hey, the last one got um, away from us. We're not going to let that happen again. Yeah. <laughs> Lump, what'd you get? I got a 14 for a 30. Uh, okay. And let's see who else we got. Uh, Azori? Also a 14 for a 28. Nice. Tulak? 26, baby. All right. Krekka? 21, baby. Not bad. <laughs> Glash? Uh, Glash got an 18. Oh, 
no baby on that one. Okay, no. I got you. Um, all right, baby. top of the order, Lump. Uh, Lump is going to Chumbawamba. <laughs> they get knocked down. They don't get up again. <laughs> uh, that is a six for a twenty-three to hit. Uh, twenty-three hits. Yep. Oh, tub thumping. Yep. <laughs> for twelve <laughs> points of damage. Twelve points of damage. Ah! Lump, what the hell? Oh, I'm sorry. It slipped. Uh, don't mind me. And then we'll swing again. Uh, for <laughs> a 16 to hit. Rolled a four. Uh, no, that's a miss. Uh, you know what? I'm going to use a hero point. That'll okay. be a 28 to hit on the reroll. Okay, that hits. Yeah. For 13 points of damage. Bam. Okay. And, you know... You're not supposed to ever do that in this game, but I'm gonna. There's gonna be the three peats. Yeah, do 25 it. 25 to hit. That hits. Hey. For 12 more points of damage. Okay. So as you just like triple bam, bam, bam this creature, you can tell that not all of it goes through because uh, they're kind of like pudgy little uh, uh, defensive creatures. They're, they're not much for combat, but they can take a beating. Uh, and he's just like, blah, just starts screaming at you. Uh, Izori, what do you got? Izori, with her first action, will take a step so she can see the Zebub. And with her next two actions, she will cast Phase Bolt. Uh, okay. <laughs> Very nice. Definitely getting around that corner. So we don't have to worry about any cover. Roll me that attack roll. That's a 28 to hit. Oh, yeah, that hits. We 14 points of piercing. All right. Boom. <laughs> Describe your kill. <laughs> She just steps around, flicks her wrist with the rapier, and this gilded, like, like lightning bolt erupts out of the end of the rapier and just strikes the barba, uh, the uh, the the chubby little fly it's demon who looks like a like a <laughs> bastardized cherub. Yeah, it looks like a like a Warhammer 40k cherub. Yeah, yeah, it really does. <laughs> so you just like this thing gets this this that guy gets hit like three times, bam, 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 and just turns over to him and is like. Dress can two arms and then just phase bolt just just pierces it and kills it. Oh, uh, two lock. Not a dress can. It's your turn. Did you just take a mid not its turn free action to yell back or talking? Is free, a action free action yell. Free action yell. No no mechanical uh, changes. No turns were were made or used or actions. So you just calm down there, booby goo. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> they call him. <laughs> Two lock will delay. Two lock delays. Krukka? Oh, would probably like to delay too, but nah. Uh, he's going to fly into a rage. Yep. How foolhardy are we feeling today? Because that Dreshkan well, is just looks at you. Dreshkan is the blind Sees. dragon thing with the sonic stuff. No, that's the di- that's the distraction. Distraction. Oh, yeah, distraction. what's a Dreshkan then? Have we fought one before? Distraction. You have. It's the little uh, cyborg cyber. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Flesh. It's the yeah the flesh yeah. warped Morlocks. Hmm. Uh, that are partially Lump contract, will see. constructs. Lump will see. Uh, Krukka, like, fly into a rage, but hesitate for a moment, and just look over and, like, fucking send it. 
<laughs> I don't know what that uh, means. That's metagaming. We will, that's metagaming, uh, Run 25 feet into the room. Okay, sprint. you run, sprint right up, and immediately to your right, you can see an open cell to a dresh can. It was just a little quick reminder of what they uh, what they look like for everyone. That is metal as fuck. Yeah, yeah. That is some yeah, cool right. ass art. Okay, so, uh, but yeah, you you could probably you have twenty five feet of movement, right? You you could you you could get a glimpse of it as you go up. Oh and yeah. Just, like, so he he went yeah. in fully, uh, sudden charging his way in is what I meant to say, and. Uh... Sudden charges way right up there. Strike out with the butchering axe. Thirty to hit. Uh, that is a crit. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <geez>. oh, <laughs> Fifty-eight <laughs> damage. Sixteen of which are fire. Oh, oh man, uh, <laughs> you lay into this thing for fifty-eight damage, and it's it's just turning around like to try and like run out of the room, and just you just hit it with this axe so hard. Uh, and um, the next thing that <laughs> happens, back. I think I found it. Yeah, <laughs> because of the movement, though, I like to imagine Crunkett like sudden charges, like takes down the hallway, goes past, like wait a minute, like turns, <laughs> does a quick like one eighty, comes back and just swings just through the open like door, like a Scooby Doo like, style skid. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The skid. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the next thing that happens is at the you can see farther down the hall is a dress can steps out and another dress can steps out. Uh, from the western side, with their metal arms like tickety 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 tickety, and there's like these electric currents just kind of zip zapping all around them, and they just turn like, <sighs> and that's what we're gonna call it. Stemming the Tide is an actual play podcast of the Adventure Path Abomination Vaults, and is produced by the Uncharted North Network. Stemming the Tide uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc., used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Stemming the Tide is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Music is composed by Will Savino and artwork by Greyhood. Stemming the Tide is recorded remotely using Foundry Virtual Tabletop. If you wish to connect with us or support this project and projects to come, we can be found at unchartednorth.ca, patreon.com slash unchartednorth, and on all major social media platforms. Links to all credits can be found in the episode description and our website. Thanks for tuning in.